Hi, Corner Kick fam. Nick here hopping on right before the podcast with a quick note. So we recorded this right as the final whistle was sounding uh, in the shocking match between FC Barcelona and Bayern Munich. And we do talk about the future of the club, the future of the players, and the future of Kike Setien. However, right as I pressed the big red button to stop recording, reports started to trickle down from credited journalists like Fabrizio Romano and other sources indicating that Kike Setien will be sacked or has already been sacked by FC Barcelona. So just wanted to hop on here and make that quick note before we start the podcast. And Caleb and I give our raw reactions to what is surely going to be an unforgettable day in the history of the Champions League and the history of FC Barcelona. So Kiki Setien, his head looks like it's on a platter. Enjoy the podcast. Or if you're a Barcelona fan, I'm sorry. All right. Anyways, enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen and Corner Kick fam, welcome to Pod Taken Quickly, where we bring you breaking news in the soccer world and stories that are just too juicy to miss. Um, I'm sitting here a little bit in shock. We have just finished watching Bayern Munich humiliate FC Barcelona in the quarterfinals of the Champions League in Lisbon. The final score was 8-2. to two. To Munich, it was four to one to the Bavarians after 31 minutes. Joining us is our La Liga expert and resident Barcelona fan, Caleb Rhodes. But before we unleash him and his thoughts and whatever emotions he may have about this historic defeat, it has to be said, I'm going to run through some stats on this game uh, before we get into the the raw reactions that we both had. Uh, Bayern Munich, they had 26 shots. 28 chances created. They had nine shots on target, of which eight of them hit the back of the net. The three players that Barcelona have paid almost 400 million euros for to replace Neymar since 2017, Antoine Griezmann, Phil Coutinho, and Usmane Dembele were all on the bench today for Barcelona, and one of them was on the Bayern Munich bench to start this game. Or The average age of the Barcelona starting 11 today was just past 29 years old, so not a youthful starting 11 by any means. Players such as Thiago had a 96% pass completion rate. So just utter and complete domination today from start to finish for Bayern Munich. Uh, It's Barcelona's biggest defeat since 1943 against Real Madrid in an era in which Madrid was heavily favored to win many games due to their connection with Francisco Franco. Unfortunately, there's no authoritarian regime to blame today. Caleb Rhodes, I mean, this is, a, the word bloodbath comes to mind, but this is certainly, I mean, this is a capitulation of the highest order. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really think I have many words to sort of fully express how upset and disappointed I am. I think this is easily the most kind of like emotionally compromised I've felt since my girlfriend broke up with me. So <laughs> I think this is, I, I'm feeling, <laughs> this is... I'm in a dark place, I would say. I mean, I said last week heading into this game, you know, I thought it would be closer and I still thought Bayern were going to win, but nothing can really prepare you for this at all. I mean, it's just what, probably like the fourth year in a row or something where we've just been, you know, an abject failure in the Champions League. 
and we haven't really done anything to address it. I, I mean, I think what really stood out today for me was that Barcelona didn't take the chances we made and we just essentially looked like we'd never played soccer before. Like what shocked me the most was the constant train of simple mistakes that we made that just gave Bayern chances. And I'm honestly just going to go player by player now and describe how each of them failed and should be sold or put somewhere. Should be disappeared by all means. Or gulag. Ter Stegen. <laughs> Gulag. In theory, one of the world's best keepers, who, as you mentioned, had one save today, did nothing to marshal his defense ever, and was just making terrible passes out of the back, playing them too short. Like, I do not fault a keeper at all if he just kicks the ball away to relieve pressure. But misplacing passes just outside your 18-yard box and gifting them to the opposition, completely unacceptable. So he was atrocious. And if this was the game for him to displace Neuer as the Germany number one, I think he's put himself into like the Germany number four position. Nelson Semedo, who, someone who I'd been hyping up a lot in the run-up to this game, awful. Like, failed, was responsible for at least two of Bayern's goals, which somehow crazily is still only a quarter of their goals. He just literally ran into Sergio Roberto. Um, he also failed in another instance to shield the ball out of play by literally doing like a, a sumo. Like, his legs were so wide, it was like not totally surprising that the ball just got stolen from him. So he was awful. The only reason he stayed on the pitch is because we needed his pace against Alfonso Davies. But that didn't matter because Alfonso Davies just mixed him repeatedly, including oh my just utterly sitting him down um, for I don't even know what number goal. What that? It, I believe it was the uh, it was the fifth or sixth goal, and the fact that I can't remember yeah. says everything about this game. No, exactly. But, exactly. but it's all a jumble. Nelson Semedo might actually have PTSD coming out of this game because that was one of the most. Yeah defensively abhorrent performances I have ever seen in a big game. It was so bad. And the worst part of all this is that he doesn't offer that much going forward. I mean, he's fast and he can dribble, but he's never been a good crosser. And we saw several times today where he literally just couldn't hit anybody with a ball, right? Like Suarez is a pretty big dude and he's a little chubby and he couldn't hit him. So I have no faith. And this throws us back because now we still have a right-back situation. But I'll continue because there's 11 players to sort of lay blame to. PK was probably our best defender on the day, which isn't saying much. As our defensive marshal, at least, I expected a lot more from him. And he seemed to sort of completely lose the plot and have no ability to kind of get the troops in line. Clement Langley, atrocious today. I don't know how many times I saw him Rather than just booting the ball up the wing, he just decided to loft a light ball to nobody in the center of midfield. There was one point around the 70th minute where literally he was under pressure inside the box and he decided to roll the ball back across towards goal from his favored left foot to his right foot and then hit it to no one in the center of the field and set up Byron for a shot. Doesn't make any sense to me. He also kept getting beat by the same ball over the top over yes it was the same thing and over again yeah. i just could not believe it i kept texting to our we have a group chat corner kick crew group chat and i just kept texting to the group chat oh there's the same ball over the top again 
oh, there's, there's the same ball over the top from Thiago or Goretzka. In fact, Goretzka actually beats Longley to score, I believe it's the third goal. But it was the same game plan over and over from Bayern Munich, and Barcelona didn't have the willpower or the nous to even tr- attempt to stop it. But move on to Jordi Alba yeah. as you're about to. Yeah, Jordi Alba, I mean, he just consistently lets his emotions get the best of him. And I think we saw it today again, just got a little bit petulant towards the end and kind of just like gave up, which is disappointing to see. He had an assist on the day, but like whoop de doo Lucky to stay on the pitch after throwing the no, ball right. at the referee. Exactly. It's like, dude, we're trying to win here, right? I don't care if you're 8-0 down. Like, the expectation is that you're going to keep trying to win. And so, like, he just has a problem with a lack of professionalism in really high-pressure situations. But unfortunately, you know, when you're trying to win the Champions League, you're going to be in a high-pressure situation, and things aren't always going to go well for you. And the fact that he hasn't learned after the past four years, how to handle that situation better is disappointing. Sergio Roberto didn't really figure out his positioning with Semedo at all this game. Rightfully was pulled off at the half, in part just because we needed more attacking. Busquets, completely anonymous, started the game by trying to dribble Bayern and then had two incomplete passes in the first like 10 seconds of the game. That really set the tone. De Jong was honestly the only Barcelona midfielder who was trying his best to pull anything together. So I credit him to that. But he can't do it alone. And I think he'll be really upset when he looks around him and realizes that like he's going to have to be the guy. He's really the only building block left on this team. So I don't know where to go from here. And Vidal. Oh, my God. We need to get rid of Vidal. Uh, he had one of the stupidest interviews I've ever seen the day before this game. I have the was, I have the quote pulled up. Would you like me to read the quote? Yeah, just read the quote. Just read the quote. <laughs> Hansi Flick has done very well since he was given the opportunity. He has won two titles and has performed spectacularly. Bayern are always favorites, but Barca are the best team in the world. We will see who goes out to take the game for themselves. We are the best team in the world, but we don't reflect it on the pitch, obviously. I added that there, but... <laughs> clearly today (laughs) and we lost la liga but we have leo and the best players and we want to show it caleb i think arturo vidal showed it by trying to pick a fight with every single person dressed in a Bayern munich kit and wearing a referee shirt today and didn't really focus on trying to play the ball whatsoever because whatever you the things that you said about jordi alba's unprofessionalism were multiplied exponentially by what I saw from Arturo Vidal today, who offered nothing on the pitch and offered everything in antics that were completely distracting from what Barcelona's end goal was in this game. It's like it doesn't require a genius to realize that Bayern are a better team than Barcelona right now. And so I don't know why you would needlessly inflame them. Like it's it's not even because it gives you no competitive advantage at all. All it does is make them angrier. And so Vidal just, I'm just incredibly disappointed um, and I'm especially disappointed that, right, as you said, like he talked the talk, but then he was atrocious today. So he needs to be axed. I don't think you can come back from this. I think it's just an embarrassment, honestly. Is um, it a gulag then, for, uh, for King Arturo? I think so. I mean, I just don't, I don't know how you can, like, 
how can you face me as a fan now, right? And I'm like, dude, you said you're the best team and you're going to fight, and then you give me this, right? Like, I don't know how you can face the fans here. And the worst part about all this, and I'll get to this in one moment, is that Messi is going to be the one who has to face the fans again, even though, as usual, it wasn't mess. None of this was Messi's fault. Messi played fine. He had a few shots. He he wasn't at his sharpest, I would say, but also, you know, Barcelona weren't giving him very much to work with in terms of creating space. And the fact that there were only two forwards didn't help. Suarez got his goal, but really I think his age showed through in this game in the fact that he doesn't even have the pace to like beat out Jerome Boateng. And while he can still finish and he's still good with that like second touch to make one dribble on a man, he just is not quite sharp enough to really carry us forward. Setien really screwed the pooch here today by being really conservative. He just he should have started Griezmann, right? And just kind of taken it to them. But I think by just playing Messi and Suarez, he gave Bayern too easy a time in covering our main attacking options. So I don't know. This was the worst game of soccer I've seen since Germany beat Brazil 7-2 at the 2014 World Cup. I believe it was 7-1. Seven, was it 7-1? Sorry. Yep. 7-1. But a lot of the same, you know, people involved in that. Muller again. Exactly. Who, Han, even Han, including Hansi Flick, who is the assistant coach on that Germany team. I thought from when that fourth Muller goal went in, in the 31st minute, I was like, I was fl- having flashbacks to Brazil's defensive deficiencies and like lack of motivation to get back into the game. And their overall lack of professionalism thing when when their backs were up against the wall in that tournament, and just how Bayern or Germany then in 2014 and Bayern now in 2020 highlighted and ruthlessly exploited the construction of the squad, the mistakes that were made on the pitch, and overall the tactical setup from both coaches. But more importantly, Setien today, I think, like you said, got got it wrong from the first minute. He has absolutely no respect from Messi or any of the senior players at the club because there was no desire to try and fight to get any grip. That was the thing that really made me worry the most for the future of this club is that there was absolutely no willpower to try and get back into this game. They weren't trying to fight for Setienne. They weren't trying to fight for Messi. They weren't trying to fight for the fans. It looked like, okay, we're 4-1 down. Um, and especially when they were in the second half, when they were just parking the bus on the edge of the box, there was absolutely no willpower to get at least like a small amount of pride back in any way. Yeah, no, that was incredibly disappointing. Um, and right, I, I wouldn't even view if, if you're a player, I don't care if you care about Setien. Like he's not, he's he's not going to be like the guy who revolutionizes Barca for the next generation. But like the fact that this team let Messi down again. Right, like the fact that none of these players could get over themselves enough to be like, holy <laughs> like we're literally just wasting the best player in the world. Absolutely wasting him. I, once again, I don't know what the club does. This this game didn't come out of nowhere entirely, right? Like we know this team has issues. We know this team is aging. We know that the club management has literally no idea what they're doing and the fact that there's $300 million of talent that we spent that started the game on the bench and that a hundred million of that scored two goals and had an assist against us in Coutinho. 
right? Like something is very wrong. And if I'm messy, why do I want to stick around for this again? Right? Like what changes next year? Like, honestly, if I'm messy, I would consider leaving the club after this. I, and I really would. I would go, I would either go back to Argentina or I would honestly take up like a city offer or something. Because like, why would I go into next season with the sort of Lautaro Martinez transfer nowhere closer to being finished? Our defense still lacking depth. Our midfield aging. Why would I go through the same thing again just to lose badly to a better team in the quarterfinals or the semifinals? Like, how is that worth it to Messi at all? I don't think it is. So this is this is dire. This is really dire. But maybe moving on from Barcelona, I will just give credit to Bayern who have looked every bit the team that we've been talking about. And when I say they're the most consistent team in Europe, I think we saw that today. They don't care who they're playing. I think they would be deserving winners this year. And I think they clearly seem to be the best team left. And it's really just a dis- disappointing that a year when Bayern are again likely to make it to the Champions League final or at least do well, that their star player, last time it was Ribéry and this time Lewandowski are going to kind of get the Ballon d'Or perhaps taken from them unfairly. But real credit to them. Massive respect going forward. I remain shell-shocked as a fan. Yeah, Bayern were absolutely phenomenal today. Like I said, they executed with ruthless precision, almost to like bloodbath levels of executionary stylings. Uh, It was guillotine-like from them and just how precise it was. They haven't lost a competitive fixture since 2019. We're in August of 2020 now. Obviously, we had the COVID break, but the Bundesliga resumed earlier than many other leagues. This Bayern team are have such a unique balance of technical midfielders, solid, active, pacey defensive play. One of the world's best prospects in Alfonso Davies at left back. Some of the paciest and most technically gifted wide men in Gnabry and Perisic, as well as someone who literally invented the Deuter position for himself and Thomas Muller. And that was on full display from the third minute of this game when he just found a found space to connect with Robert Lewandowski for that opening goal. And obviously Robert Lewandowski, who is over 50 competitive goals, would be the Ballon d'Or number one contender if that award was still up for up for grabs this season. So I think this Bayern team are far and away beyond any other team left in this competition. And after this result, they have to be extremely confident and back themselves to win the whole thing. What's What's especially crazy here is that Lewandowski is their best player, and he wasn't even their best man on the day. He was a non-factor today. They didn't even need him to win. No, he scored. He scored a headed tap in, and that was it. So I think that has to be terrifying to whoever they're playing next, whether that's Man City or Lyon in the semis, and whether that's PSG or RB Leipzig in the final. This team just—it's a hydra. Can get you from anywhere. They have different options, as you said. They are playing with confidence that they have fully earned let's finish talking about the the future of barcelona however grim it looks right now this is oh man (laughs) this is the uh, the biggest so the biggest aggregate win in a champions league quarterfinal was between real madrid and apoel nicosia which finished 8-2 over two legs uh this finished 8-2 over one leg so it's the worst single defeat in champions league history 
uh, as well as being Barcelona's worst defeat in about 80 years. Piquet, Gerard Piquet, leader at the club, probably sees himself as a future president, uh, has said, horrible game, dreadful game, shameful. This is a quote from Piquet. It's very hard. The club needs changes, and I'm not talking about coach and players. Structurally, we need changes of all starts. It's not the first time, or the second, nor the third. If I have to go to change things, I'll be the first. We all have to look, reflect, decide what's important for the club. We've hit rock bottom. Caleb, what is your reaction to PK's words as we pontificate on the future of what is looking like a really dark period going ahead for FC Barcelona as they attempt to pick up the pieces from this historic, humiliating, shocking, however many adjectives you can throw on top of this defeat? I respect PK a lot. I think he is someone who speaks his mind. But I think what we've seen in the past few years is that he is no Puyol. And there's a reason that, you know, Ramos was kind of the leader of the defensive line for Madrid and also the Spain national team where PK was his partner. He just doesn't have the seriousness, I think, to lead in these situations. I'm not sure he should leave yet, in part because we just don't have the squad depth at center back with Umtiti kind of like A, being left-footed and B, sort of being injury-prone that he can't make it a full season. I'm not sure him leaving necessarily just like fixes things. So I, I respect his sentiment, but I think he has to stick around and pick up the pieces a little bit, which unfortunately is not what he's known for. I mean, he retired from the Spain national team after 2018, um, despite you know, still being their second choice player. And I think he has a tendency to shy away a little bit from dealing with the full repercussions of bad results. And what I would like to see him here is sort of take some responsibility um, in pushing the club forward, even if that simultaneously means allowing himself to be phased out. Juventus, Roma, Liverpool, and now Bayern Munich, Caleb this one's got to feel the worst right as you said it's like the worst champions league defeat ever pretty much we've had some very tense ties against Bayern in the last decade in 2013 2014 we lost what seven nil across two legs a few years ago we got them back Bayern are just a team that play with confidence and they believe in themselves and I just get the sense that our team doesn't they don't believe in themselves they don't believe in each other and that's fine when you're playing La Liga when, on average, you, your just quality shines through and whatever. But when you're actually put to the test, the acid test, we fail. All eyes will be on the Barcelona election to see if Bartomeu sticks around. Hopefully, for the sake of, at least in reaction to this response today, he doesn't and Barcelona are able to carve a path to a new, fresh future. Maybe with someone like Xavi Hernandez returning to the club to take up the mantle as head coach. That would at least be something different and getting back to the roots of what the club is all about. Caleb, this is a really rough day as a fan. Um, in recent years, Liverpool have been on the hands of some really serious schlackings, but this one, certainly watching it, felt like it had a different air to it and perhaps a bit more of a somber air, certainly about the future of Messi. Um, I know this couldn't have been easy for you to come on here and give your reactions, so thank you for joining me today. Glad to have shown some willpower to make it here. I'm definitely unhappy. Not not a scoreline we expected today, but we will definitely be breaking this game down 
along with the rest of the Champions League quarterfinal ties following the Manchester City-Leon game tomorrow afternoon. And we will also preview the semifinal games as well and give our thoughts on the Europa League. Crazy day, madness in world soccer. I've been Nick Vinden. I'm Caleb Ritz. Visca Barca. And we'll see you all next time. After this, we really are less than a club.